Hello and welcome to another episode of Healing Through Pain. I'm your host, Steph, and this is a show that dives into health and healing, where we discuss how to show up well for the responsibilities and opportunities that life sends our way. Today, we're going to have a conversation about connection and trying to figure out if we want to choose quantity or quality. Thanks so much for tuning in. So over the last week, I was able to spend a lot of my time alone, and I was also able to spend a lot of my time in new dynamics, so meeting new people, trying new things, stretching myself in new directions, and the concept of loneliness and being alone and solitude came up on repeat in my brain as I went on this adventure of taking a solo cruise. By the way, highly recommend it. It was a great time, um, not necessarily the being alone part, but we can we can dive more into that, but But being kind of in a contained space with lots of opportunities and and lots of people and lots of festivities, it was a good time. And I definitely want to try it again at some point, even if it is alone again. But the thing I had to wrestle with constantly this last week is that my desire for connection is normal. The discomfort of sitting in isolation is not a Steph-specific thing. Now, we do get to kind of parcel through, was I experiencing loneliness or did I have the option for solitude? And and that's something that I'm really trying to grow in. I'm trying to grow in my comfort of being in solitude and finding that restorative. But right now, a lot of my being alone time is forced on me by context. And some of it is of my choosing and some of it is my life context. And I'll kind of dive through that because that's where I want to camp out for today. Does being alone have to be a bad thing? Or might it indicate that we're searching for something that's more quality versus quantity? And, and that's where I want to spend some time today. So the first leg of my journey was taking a flight from Grand Rapids to Charlotte and from Charlotte to Fort Lauderdale. And on the first leg of that particular journey, I sat next to someone and we were having a conversation for pretty much the bulk of the flight, which was really cool. And I think really feeds into the idea that we like connection, we need connection, we thrive in connection. But as I'm having a conversation with this person, he's telling me how much of a lone wolf he is and how he just doesn't necessarily feel the need to connect. And I remember thinking about myself in my 20s and how I was adamant that I didn't need connection either. And once upon a time, there was kind of this impenetrable shell around me of self-sufficiency and I don't need anybody and no one can tell me what to do. And and that, I, I carried that with me for the bulk of my 20s, I would say. Kind of this impenetrable, I don't, I don't need people, I can take care of me. And it's really been over the last, you know, even six to nine months here where I've realized just how off kilter I can become when there's a lack of connection going on. And again, I give myself calm reassurance that it's normal to need connection. It's actually somewhat abnormal to abstain from connection or to be aversive to connection. And so as I went on this cruise over the last week, because I was going solo, I knew that I would have to at least intermittently kind of let my guard down, walk up to some people bravely, uh, invite myself into some spaces or, or inquire if I could join people in some spaces. And I had to kind of figure out how to do that because frankly, it's such a foreign concept to me to impose on 
someone. And my brain uses the word impose. It's it's not an imposition by any stretch of the imagination in most contexts. But my brain says it might be an imposition, and so I get uncomfortable with that, and so I might not put myself out there. But I knew going into this particular trip that either I was going to spend five days in isolation, or I was going to have to invite myself into new spaces and let my guard down. And so I went in prepared to kind of recalibrate and and try to let my guard down. And one of the things that really was helpful is understanding just how paramount connection actually is. Connection can help us with our immune system and our, our defense systems of the body. Connection helps us kind of regulate our emotions. It can help us with our self-esteem. It can help us have better empathy for other people. It can help us lower anxiety and connection in general can be good to help stave off symptoms of depression. It's not a mystery that our rates of anxiety and depression have skyrocketed since the isolation and lockdowns over the last year and a half. It's not a mystery at all because we actually thrive in community. Often we need connection. It's vital to health. And so we have a lot of people that are in fact connecting online. And a lot of times, you know, we get worried about teenagers that they're spending too much time online. The the beauty of spending time online for them is it's at least a substitute connection. So if they're not connecting with real people out in the real world, they can at least simulate it online to an extent and build community that way. It's not preferable. It's not ideal. And in fact, it's a substitute for real life intersection. And that's why a lot of online time and getting lost in online communities is quite concerning because it's a substitute for actual connection and actual connection is paramount. Post-COVID, I find myself actually very concerned for people whose jobs have now become completely online or completely based from home because their community or what formerly was once their community in the workplace has now been compromised or taken away from them. It's a concerning thing. I can't imagine depression and anxiety go down while isolation continues to be ongoing in some people's stories because connection is so important. And so I'm on this cruise and I'm kind of, you know, grappling with the understanding that I'm here, I'm alone, I'm doing something brave, but I I am doing it alone. And I've had to reflect back that over the last nine months, what was once a pretty intact infrastructure in my life has been completely dismantled. So as I went into my 34th birthday, as I went into Thanksgiving, as I went into Christmas this past year or this past week even, a lot of what used to be true about my life with traditional traditions, with community, a lot of that infrastructure is just gone. And so I actually have to rebuild my infrastructure or find new infrastructure or figure out new traditions, get comfortable with being somewhat alone, get comfortable with reaching out to new people, get comfortable with what my brain tells me is imposing on other people because connection matters. So one of the pieces that I want to kind of wrestle with personally and encourage you to wrestle with is what kind of connection do I want? Do I want to prioritize quality or do I want to prioritize quantity? And there's a real health potential and there's a real unhealth potential as we navigate this question. So I was working with a client and post-divorce, she went through a, a pretty rough season and she decided she was going to go on 50 first dates. And she did it, I think, in like a three to four month span. I was exhausted just hearing some of the stories. That to me is such a big emotional ask to like go into each date with like some level of expectation or some level of wonderment or some level of might this be someone with whom I connect. But she did that 50 times over the course of just a few months. And so she was prioritizing quantity because that made sense to her. Cast a wide net and see what happens. But I 
I know in my personal life that quality is far more restorative for me than quantity ever could be. One of the ways I can kind of personify this is if you've been on a cruise, at least I was on Royal Caribbean, they have their their big buffet, which is called Windjammer. So when I refer to Windjammers, I'm talking about kind of the, the buffet line. And then there's the main dining hall. So if I went to the buffet, at the buffet, there were probably 20 different dessert choices and they were all kind of little sample sizes and you could take as many as you want. So you could have the cookies and you could have the pies and you could have the cakes and you could have the ice cream and you could take as much as you want. You could try 10 different things. When I went to the fine dining, to the main dining hall, it was such a different experience because I would order one dessert and okay, to be fair, they let you order as many as you want. So so sometimes I would order two and by sometimes I mean every night. I mean, I'm not embarrassed because you know, carrot cake and tres leches and cheesecake. I mean, it's all good. And why would they make you choose? That's just cruel. It's not like Sophie's choice, but it's it's pretty similar. I'm rambling. So I'm going to get back to the point here, but I could go and have as many items as I wanted from the buffet, or I could go to the main dining room and pick one or two items and they would be decadent and they would be beautifully presented and they would be just delicious and they would be big portions and it would be precisely what I wanted to experience. It it was an experience. It wasn't like go in and eat all of the things. And so it made me really reflect on what do I want to be true about not only my friendships, but my relationships. I want them to be quality. I want them to be noteworthy and exciting and beautifully presented and delicious. And I understand that all these adjectives apply to friendships and relationships, but I hope you're catching with me what I'm trying to say here. I want them to be substantial and meaningful and quality. Or I can cast a wide net and I can eat all of the things. There's going to be a cost there. It's going to be a substitute for quality. And that's kind of where I had to keep wrapping myself around it this last week. I could have gone out and met hundreds of people and introduced myself to a whole bunch of them and had a diverse amount of experiences. Or... I found just several and kind of hung out with them over the course of the three or four days and had a a much better interaction with people because I got to know them in a little bit more of a quality-oriented way. So I want to caution us when we're doing social comparison and we're looking at all of these people with so many connections and so many friends and look at how popular they are and look at what a wide net they've cast. To cast a wide net and to sustain those types of relationships, you're giving up something. Often, It's quality because you've prioritized quantity. And so as I kind of look through what do I want to be true about my next chapter, I want it to be quality as much as possible. Now, one of the things I have to wrestle with is to find quality. I'm going to have to engage somewhat in quantity. And it's it's an interesting thing out there to try to wrestle with what does it look like to invite a little bit of quantity into my life. Um, A friend sent me, he sent me a meme that said something to the effect of there's pee in the dating pool. And I felt that in my soul. I mean, it's a mess out there. And if you want to be a quantity player, there are plenty, plenty, plenty of options. But if you want to be a quality person, I am going to have to go out and dip my toe in the water and and at least be somewhat open to quantity. Otherwise, my scarcity mindset kicks in and then whoever's in front of me at the moment is going to have to be the solution and I'm going to change myself to fit the context. So that's not the answer either. I'm, I'm going to have to engage quantity at least a little bit, but the goal is to land on quality. The goal is to keep the circle small, 
to be intentional, to be deliberate. And when it's just not for me, it's not a matter of trying to stave off loneliness. It's not a matter of trying to push back against isolation. I have to remind myself, I want quality. I want quality. I want quality. And because that's true, I'm going to have seasons where things are slower. It feels more isolating. Things are a little less robust as it relates to a social calendar. But if I want quality and I want to prioritize it, that's organically going to be true. Now, his meme to me said there's pee in the dating pool. And the one I sent back to him said, uh, dating in your 30s is like rifling through things at a thrift store to find what's the least stained and damaged. That also felt really funny. If that's offensive to you, I really can't even apologize because based on what I'm seeing, it's not far off. But I think that's just a little bit of my cynical nature taking over here. But I'm going to have to remind myself again and again to seek out quality. And holidays will show up and birthdays will show up and New Year's Eve is going to show up and remind me that right now there isn't quality or quantity. And I'm going to have to wrestle with that and be okay with that. And I'm going to have to remind myself that it hurts because connection matters and because being disconnected is painful. And while that makes sense, I don't want to just be a quantity player and I don't just want to make impulsive decisions because I'm scared of being alone. I'm working on being okay being alone. I'm working on going on cruises alone. I'm working on being adventurous alone because I want to stick it out and wait for the quality. And quantity is not ever going to get me where I want to end up. And so that's my word to you. If you're looking for friendships, if you're looking for relationships, if you are in the throes of a transition, hold yourself to the standard of quality. It's not about getting the most interactions. It's not about getting the most likes. It's not about getting the most responses. Aim for quality. And again, I say these things to myself as much as I say them to you. That's where we're going to leave it for today. If you made it this far, thank you so much for tuning in. Next week, I'm going to roll out some new intros and outros and probably some new graphics. Just a nice big kickoff for 2022. I hope you guys have an awesome week and I will be back on Wednesday with another episode. Thanks so much for tuning in.